Hello and welcome to the Rate Entertainment Podcast, episode 428 for December 3rd, 2023. My name is Nathan Reet and Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. I uh, did it. I made it. Here I am. Awesome. And and Connor's not here today because he got sick, so hopefully he gets better. Uh, that also means our Shadowrun campaign for today is, is canceled. But I would like to ask you, where can we find you? And hopefully go to a road dot website. I haven't checked whether or not a road dot website still uh, forwards you or redirects you like it's supposed to. Hopefully, I I have a sneaking suspicion that it doesn't actually. You might want to check that out, uh, and I will I will point that one of the links there actually two of the links there's Clinton Core Classics, which is our Pathfinder first edition actual play podcast. Um, that is. That that's up there. It's done, so you can listen from beginning to end, and it's it's pretty all right. We get a lot better at everything, basically. There there's a at the beginning, you know, when you're first starting out an actual play po- or any podcast, there's a learning curve, and one of the things I found was that people would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," and I'm like, "Okay, let's explain." Because it's an audio format, so we have to explain everything that's going on. Uh, and then also kind of explain the rules, because sometimes people don't have the rule book in front of them. So say, hey, this is why we're doing this. Um, but we get better at that. And then you can hear that improvement in our second podcast that we're doing, our, our Shadowrun actual play podcast called Bug, Bug City Blues, which Connor has been working a lot to make that really good apparently and uh we have we keep having people join the fucking server and are like oh yeah i listen to the podcast like it it happened again this week another person joined because they're listening to one of the tabletop podcasts that we've done and i'm uh i'm really sad because it's never the re entertainment podcast i uh, i'm also uh i guess sad but not disappointed because it's what i expect yeah, yeah, sad but not disappointed. Like, I I know that's what's gonna happen, but it, you know, every once in a while, I'd be like people that like my podcast. We get views. I looked at the fucking analytics. It's not like we're getting zero views, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. Uh, I'm not. I can't see the analytics for the Bug City Blues or Pathfinder podcast though, because I'm not an admin on those, so I can't go in there and look at the analytics. Anyway, well, that sounds like a problem for you, doesn't it? It does. It is a problem for me uh, because I pay for it, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> you can find me, Nathan Reed Spruth, everywhere at Reeton. Uh, the main one is Twitch, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I play games, play lots of games, and we'll talk about those in a minute. But first, I want to ask Aroa what games he's played. Uh, so the game I'm going to talk about... Uh, I don't have a ton to say because I don't want to spoil anything in it. But um, I, you, you're probably subscribed to. I, I think the dude's name is Jacob. Is it Jacob Geller? Is that I, it? That sounds right. I don't know. Um, I don't think I am. So, uh, well, he's this dude, and he does, you know, he does video essays like like everyone else on YouTube. Oh yeah. Uh, but he did he did one on uh three different types of horror game uh and and one of the games that he that he talked about in that video was was who's lila uh and it just sounded utterly fascinating so i i got it and um actually turned out to be from the dude who made something that i i had seen before but it never really looked into, which was your amazing Tigachi, uh, okay. which was it was kind of um, I don't know if you've seen anything on uh, I think it's it's like 
the the thing where you, it's like an anime girl tomagachi sort of thing um but she's a streamer uh and you're like her manager um but like the the gimmick slash sort of like dark humor of it is that uh she has a lot of mental issues and okay. so you're really just trying to keep her from falling apart uh it, it's kind of in that same vein and i know i know i'm jumping around here so you get to play uh, amarath's ex-husband uh yeah kind of <laughs> um but anyway uh c- coming back so who's lila is on the surface it's a point and click adventure game with a with a pretty neat gimmick of instead of just choosing dialogue options uh whenever you meet someone the dialogue option is chosen for you what you have to do is choose what facial expression to make as you're saying the dialogue option and creepy smile uh, the whole time well you see that's the thing uh you, you, to choose the facial expression you have to grab the facial muscle that you want to move and you move it like you're in like the sims 4 character creator or something okay uh so it, yeah it ends up being where your character makes a lot of really goofy faces that are then interpreted as oh a, a friendly smile or sad or scared or disgusted um and at first it, it is just kind of like goofy but um one it's interesting to me that they ended up finding a way to make that a story element Essentially that your character has some kind of mental problem, whether they're neurodiver- or neurodivergent or what, um, where that, that just happens with them. Uh, but also there's the, the fact that they seem to be possessed by some kind of otherworldly entity, uh, and that otherworldly entity might, might be you. The player yeah that's like about you right. may not you may not be controlling the the character exactly but you're controlling the entity that is possessing the character it's like and it it gets really fucking wild pretty quickly depending on what choices you make uh and it it, it goes to some like pretty fucked up places uh i've only played it for a couple hours and I still don't know everything. Um, it is well, yeah. I mean, absolutely you've only played it for a couple of hours. Well, uh, it's not a very long game. I, I've oh, okay. gotten I've gotten I think six endings so far. Uh, but like part of part of it is that you have to play the game over again multiple times to try to get the full picture of what is going on. Uh, and it's kind of fun that you can, you can go back through conversations that you've had before and make a completely different face. And then things end up coming across in totally different ways. Uh, at one point there's a police interrogation and that was, that was very interesting because you kind of have to come up with, or like, like think what, what face would you want to make to be convincing in this situation? Because it's not necessarily that you'd want to smile because, you know, they're at, they're, they're a cop. They're asking you questions about a crime. If you smile, that's going to possibly make you look guilty. Like it's, it's really cool. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of weird shit that comes in with that. Um, I was, it, I, whenever I stopped playing, I had come to the conclusion that, uh, it's without a doubt, the most David Lynch video game I've ever played. Uh, it's very obviously strongly influenced by the works of David Lynch, uh, particularly Twin Peaks. Uh, like I've never it's, seen, I've never seen Twin Peaks. I hear great things, and then it's really weird, but I've never actually uh, seen it. 
it is really weird and it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, it is, it is an amazing, like, and you should know coming from me who can't stand watching a TV series or a movie or anything. You're, you're, like, you are, you have such a high amount of ADD, I think, that <laughs> you're just like, it's uh, been 15 minutes. Why is this not over yet? Yeah. It, it, like, even for me, like, I was able to sit through pretty much the entirety of uh, Twin Peaks The Return, the third season, and a vast majority of the first two seasons uh, in one big sitting. So it That's was, good. yeah, it, it, that it shit's at, great. I'll watch it at some point in my life. But anyway, yeah, but, uh, did you play anything yeah. else? Um... I, I toyed around with Lethal Company. I I don't know if I I don't know if I played that last week or not, but uh, I can't play it without other people. It's just not possible. What game was that again? <laughs> that is Lethal Company. I have uh, that as well. And like every streamer is playing it because yeah. I I said when it came out, I said this is going to be the next Phasmophobia. It's Every true. streamer is going to be playing this. Yep. And I I knew it and it is. Yep. I I have it as well. Uh I actually again, uh like with you, I think we're hipsters. We jumped on that. We got we bought it before everyone else bought it or mm-hmm. or, or before everyone started streaming it, but I barely played it because the only reason I bought it was because it was like, "Oh, hey, it's like $9. You want to you want to buy it?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> sure." And right after I bought it, uh, Durga messaged me and was like, hey, this looks pretty good and I'll probably play it with you. And I was like, oh, yeah, I already got it. And I, I think this was in the Discord and, you're, and you had replied that you had already got it as well. Um, but then like a week later, everybody was playing it. And uh, I, I, did, I played it a little bit yesterday. And by I played it, I mean I went into a building, looked around, and then it was like, hey, you have to leave. Otherwise, the ship's going to leave without you. And I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. And I couldn't find my way out, and the ship left without me. Oh, you had yeah. an even worse time than I did. Uh, I didn't die, though, so that's good. I, I, I mean, I did get abandoned and probably died. But oh, yeah, I, you're I good. didn't. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't actually get killed by any of the monsters. Because I ran away well. when I saw them. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it, uh, I, I I recovered one thing, and then I was like, "All right, I can't do anything else in there. I'm leaving." Mm-hmm. That's that's a like, smart way to do it if you don't have if you don't have multiple people. But I'm gonna move yeah. on to the games I actually played because I, I you know I played for like ten minutes of Lethal Company, so that doesn't really count. Uh, the two games I played, uh, Starfield, was the first game, and. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's not as good as the Fallout games, and it's got a lot of empty planets. Uh, I'm still having fun with it. You know, when I sit down and I just play it and kind of turn my brain off, uh, it's fun. I I actually completed one of the <laughs> storylines. Uh, there's a there's a storyline. I won't spoil it too much, but you have the option of joining either the Crimson Fleet or the uh, UC, which is the like cops, basically of the system, like the people who patrol the systems and stuff. And I completed that storyline and either way that you go in that storyline, you get a ton of money at the very end. So the, the quest line awards you 250,000 credits. So I was, I was pretty happy about that. Uh, and yeah, so that, that's the last thing I did before I logged off for the night on Friday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I played some bot and Kaitos. Have you, you haven't played Bot and Kaidos or seen it much at all, I, have you? I only know of it as being like one of those hallmark sort of un, un, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Underappreciated. It, 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 yeah, un, underappreciated gems of its, of its time. Yeah, it's, and it was, it's, it's got a weird like card based mechanic in it where you make a deck and that's how you do your turn based fighting uh one of the things so i'm playing it 
I own the legit version on on the Switch, but I am playing it through an emulator. And two times it's happened. The first time scared me where if you exit, like if you enter into a menu and you exit that menu too quickly, it may crash the emulator. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, I haven't saved for like half an hour. (laughs) I was like, oh no. And so I load back into the game and it has a very generous autosave system where it autosaves basically every time you transition. So I only lost two minutes of gameplay. That's and I was cool. like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, modern conveniences. Because I would have been mad if I would have lost like 45 minutes of gameplay. Uh, but it's fun. I, I think I'm about halfway through it. Maybe a little bit more than halfway through it. I did find out one thing that they don't explain in the game, and I had to Google it because uh, I don't have the you know physical manual. Uh, one, so normally it starts you out with different numbers on the card on the top right, so it'll have like one, two, three for the different numbers, and you can get additional damage if you get like a pair. So if you get a two and a two for attacks then you get a little bit more damage and if you do a straight so you get like one two three four five you get quite a bit more damage like you get almost double your damage but they start adding in different numbers on the different corners of the cards with the the higher level cards that you get and i was like how the hell do i use those other numbers and the answer is the c stick so instead of just pressing A to select the card, you like move the C stick to the bottom left and that will choose the number on that side so you can get straights and, and pairs easier. It's pretty unintuitive, but I'm happy that it works. But again, they don't explain that in the game. You kind of just either have to figure it out or Google it or maybe read the manual if, if you do that sort of thing. Do, do you read the be, manual? It- was it like did you get that off of like a game facts or yeah. something or yeah it was off game oh. facts yeah uh. yeah the post was 14 years ago <laughs> <laughs> so it was a long time ago but yeah that's that's how you do it i and by the way i am one of the people that actually does read man like when when we had physical manuals i would actually read the manual front to back because my mom uh when I was a kid, she would buy me a new game and she know she knew that I don't hate reading, but I, I wouldn't sit there and, you know, just read through a book a lot. And so what she did was like, you need to read this manual front to back before I let you play the new game that you got. So I would always just read the manual. And that's that, fucking weird. Yeah, it was a it was a way of get her getting me to read more, at least. And a lot of times back in the day, they actually put information in the manual that was helpful to yeah. the storyline. Uh, back whenever they actually did that, I I did read yeah. the manual pretty often. But um, like in a lot of Japanese games, that was the like they listed for like especially the Final Fantasy games, they would list people's blood types, and I was very confused. That, yeah, I still don't know why. I, I Japanese know why. stuff does why is that a thing it's a thing because that's their fucking horoscope oh yeah so like if you have I don't know the you know what type of blood correlates to what type of personality but that's it if, if you have like an A blood type then you are seen as having this personality trait how odd to choose that of all things uh, yeah when when they listed in the manual for final fantasy 8 the blood type i thought there would be like a tr- blood transfusion thing later <laughs> on in the game but there was none of that which they should definitely have in a game at some point be like <laughs> like a, have it in the manual a side quest where one of your characters needs a blood transfusion <laughs> and if you choose wrong then you lose that character oh that would be that would be wonderful. Do <laughs> you know like this person's Kojima blood thing. type? 
do you know this person's blood type? Ah, oh, shit. Give me, let me get the manual. And they're like, you only have three minutes to figure it out. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Anyway, we are going to move. Oh, that could be like a anti-piracy thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or what I was saying, like, it'd be like a Kojima thing, like where you had to get that, uh, the, uh, frequency off of the back of the of the box for metal gear solid yeah that oh that would be beautiful anyway we're gonna move on to some stories and uh one of the stories like let's just get it out of the way um i don't care i don't know why you guys bring bring up stuff like this <sighs> baldur's gate 3 had what a huge update right it was like 20 something gigs yeah yeah it was massive yeah and we're gonna talk about their dicks <laughs> look uh, i didn't bring this up it was don't, connor don't come to me um, i even shared this i shared this in my discord and then didn't post it as a story because it's not a story but you know yeah whatever. one of the updates is that they uh they've added jiggle physics to the game for some reason and you've always been able to in Baldur's gate 3 uh choose your genitalia and now, now it uh, now it reacts with physics. I guess. What? Why did Connor <laughs> bring this up? It's uh, I guess you know, it's like just another sign of how Larian takes stuff seriously. You know, or, or they, not? T- so they seriously. take their immersion. They take their immersion seriously. They do, and you know, I'm actually kind of surprised that. There wasn't as much backlash on the fact that you can make trans characters in Baldur's Gate 3 just super easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my character is a, is a dick girl. Yeah, and there's, like, no backlash on that. And I don't know why. I, I, I know why. It's because it's not a mainstream game that, like, Fox News can be like, look at this. Look at this game where you can make a cat girl. Well, and also, like, how are you? How do you cover that without, like, how do you cover that on TV? Because you'd you'd have to at some point be like, you can just choose what genitals they have. What is this liberal nonsense? Like, I yeah, it's, it's just kind of absurd. But it is, it is absurd. But uh, it's also fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Like, <laughs> the, you've been able to do stuff like that in Dungeons and Dragons since probably first edition what it was it advanced dungeons and dragons is that or is that second edition I have uh, somewhere. that is a that is a separate thing oh is it from my understanding yeah it was I like don't... advanced dungeons and dragons was like where normal dungeons and dragons wasn't complicated enough for you it's oh, like, it's like for the hardcore players i see i see that makes sense i am really happy that all the D and pathfinder that i played uh doesn't go with thaco rules is that just that Thacko? Thacko, yeah, yeah. You you never heard of Thacko? No, I can't say I have. Uh, it was in the original Baldur's Gate. Thacko. Uh, it is an acronym standing for Two Hit Armor Class Zero. Refers to the role required for a character to score a hit on a hypothetical opponent. With uh, on a hypothetical opponent with an armor class of zero, which in turn is used to calculate other attack rules. Thacko is associated primarily with Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, second edition, and was discontinued in later editions of the game. Uh, it is pronounced Thacko or Thaco. Everyone I've heard says Thacko. Uh, it is, it's really weird the way, it's not like, all right, Aroa, your AC is 15. I have to get a roll. And, and my, my attack is plus three. So I have to get a 12 or higher to attack your, your armor or to beat your armor class. Um, it's like the opposite. You have to get low, the lower, the better. Oh, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. No, that's why it was discontinued. <laughs> Yeah, it says the target's armor class is subtracted from the attacker's Thacko when determining a hit. Uh, 
For example, a character with a Thacko of 14 must roll between 14 and 20 on a D20 to hit an opponent with an AC 0. That just sounds... That sounds like an artifact of, like, the the one dude who was making up these rules just came up with that because, it, like, what the fuck else do you do when you're making up tabletop RPG for the first time? Yeah. And then, like, they just kind of kept it because why not? And it took until... I guess third edition then to uh, for somebody to go, why is it like this? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to move on to the next story and we're going to wait. Huh, I, what I do. I do want to mention the, the big update. It's not just like a patch with like fixes and shit. It adds an entire fucking epilogue. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. They added an epilogue. They've added. Um, it's a playable epilogue, too. Yeah, like it's it's so you can go around and hang out with all of the people that were in your party at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh and just like see how everybody's doing. Uh but only if you got the good ending. Well, yeah, if you got the bad ending, uh there's not much for you to do. Uh well, it, it, no, like straight up, if you got the evil ending, um the, there is no epilogue yet. Oh, I see. I see because I know that uh, with one of the endings, you become the big bad, basically. And, yeah, I kind of figured there'd be something like it. Yeah, and so uh, I'm gonna spoil if if you if you don't like spoilers, skip skip ahead about a minute or something like that. But it doesn't really matter. Um, so one of the ways at the very end, uh, you can betray somebody. Literally stab him in the back, and you take control of the big bad in the thing and turn all of your party into mind flayers, and then you control them. Huh? Yeah, that's that's the the baddest of bad endings, from what I understand. Uh, I it's did very not meta. That. Yeah, and so I would imagine that that would be part of why you would not have an evil ending like oh i'm gonna go talk to all my friends oh yeah i control you you're a mind flare now mm -hmm. uh we're they, they are they are planning on giving you some kind of epilogue if you did the evil ending though oh okay Later. that's cool that's good you could you could be the big bad It'd be it's all right that's okay you can you can be the ruler of the world Anyway, now now can we move on to the next story? Yeah. All right, we're going to move on. Uh, I don't know, did you or Connor bring up this one? He brought up, uh, nope, you brought up this one. This was the AI in Naruto and Silent Hill. Uh, they are denying using AI, which apparently something's up. Is it is it a TV show for Silent Hill? Is there a Silent Hill TV show going on? <sighs> So it, I talked about this like when it first started. It's um, it's this weird like live stream version of that th those episodes of Black Mirror that are choose your own adventure games. Okay, where like everyone that's watching the live stream gets to vote on what happens next, and that determines which button the. Uh, the the showrunners push to play a different mp4 file <laughs> um basically it, like it's it it's really weird and it doesn't work quite right and a lot of people are dunking on it and a big reason that people are dunking on it as well as i guess uh this this other naruto game uh is because the writing is really fucking bad and the the like the dialogue in the Naruto game, particularly like like the way that the the lines are being read, uh, it all just sounds really bad. Yeah, and people people are are like, oh, they're using AI. That's what they're doing. <laughs> the, and and, and the, the the people, yeah, the developers came back and went, uh. No, we just suck. <laughs> I don't know which like, is better. The the guy for uh, 
for the Silent Hill thing, uh, he said, every word in Ascension was written by real people, many of whom have long-running careers in writing, including Telltale titles, Pixar titles, Gears of War, God of War, Ragnarok, Resident Evil Village, and more. Across our 100,000 plus words, zero are authored by LLMs or AI, and all are from dedicated work of a talented team. And uh, this article mentions, uh, at one point, a character says anal jizz. (laughs) I... Uh, I didn't realize that this was also going to turn into a dirty story. <laughs> like, uh, there's there's another another uh, excerpt that's first man. Wait, don't shoot, please. Second man, what are you doing out here? You could have been killed. First man, I'm just foraging for wild berries. I swear, I stumbled on a great patch of rowan berries over here, and and, and it's just like, what, what, what. That's such a stupid, like, nonsense thing to have in a scene in Silent Hill. And it's like, it doesn't, it, yeah, yeah, we're just, we just wrote a really weird bit of dialogue. I don't know what to tell you guys. Interesting. I, <laughs> I do like that they're not using AI, but in this case, maybe they should have. Maybe, maybe they should have. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Like I I I understand not using AI and and saying, "Hey, we're we're going to we're going to do this the old-fashioned way." And which is good. And I'm not even going to to say anything terrible about the writing because yeah, like that sounds really awkward and stupid, but writing is hard, man. <laughs> like Writing itself, and most people can do it at this point, thank you, public schools, but actually writing something that's like compelling and goes with the flow, that that can be difficult, but that's why you have editors. And that's why you have, <laughs> like, you don't just say, ah, good job, and then just put it in there and hope that it sounds okay. So it's it, it's a bit of a struggle there. And yeah, it, good for the, them for making it. I haven't played either of these or, or watched any of it. So I don't really neither. have much to say about it. There's there, there is, I, I will say um, the Naruto clip they have in here. I can kind of understand why you would, you would read it as AI. Um, but again, I still think it's also very likely that it was just really bad direction or even that because it's it's a line where where Naruto says, did that wake you up like like it? The inflection just makes absolutely no sense. Like no human would ever speak like that. And and, and was it originally if any, in Japanese? Well, of course it was. Well, that, that's um, probably it, because remember in the early well, 2000s. It's, it's, it's not just that the dialogue is weird. Like it's that the voice actor would have had to say that and think that that was, that made sense. Like the way that they read that made sense. Well, okay. And and and, to to my point, what I was going to say was if you remember in the early two thousands with lots of, you know, final final fantasy and all those JRPGs that would be brought over, you would have a lot of stilted dialogue with that. Because they they didn't want to change the animation for the English voice actors. So you'd get like Titus what? just being yeah. like, like I care, and then running off. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, that's probably it, what it, happened. I, I think it honestly, it, it sounds to me more like because like the 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 actual like voice line doesn't match up with the mouth flaps at all oh, okay. in, in, in this. Like it's it's not just that. If anything, it kind of sounds like they forgot to record this line or something or like 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 they forgot to record this particular interaction and cut that line out of another line of dialogue or something and just just put it in there. Like, that's what it sounds like to me It's, it's like a weird patchwork of they just 
they had a recording of that particular series of words in a completely different context. And they used that because they didn't want to have to bring the voice actor back in. Like it, it could be that it could also be AI, I I, I guess like, but it, it's fascinating to me that like, that's going to be what everyone thinks now. Is it like, well, if it's bad, then it was probably just, it, it was AI. That's what it was. That's I, why this sucks. <laughs> I saw, and this isn't a story that I brought up that, that we were going to talk about, but it kind of fits in. I believe EA, there is a company who is patenting voice recording so that it can use AI to generate your voice as the main character in video games. Mm, that and seems like a really... I don't know if you could patent that at this point. I know I, that's beside they, the point. They, they filed a patent. I don't know if it's... it. They, just because they filed well, it, it doesn't might, mean it's going to be accepted. Yeah. But I do because, think that's because like, like there's a lot of stuff that can do that. And yeah, I, I think that's cool too. Uh, I I bothered with doing the because uh, uh, the most recent like major iOS update added a feature where you can do that. You can you can record a ton of of sentences and your phone will create an AI voice that sounds like your voice. And then you can use text to speech to communicate using the voice on your phone. I, um, I think that maybe the EA patent, and it, again, it could be a different studio. Don't quote me that it's EA. But with this patent, it might just apply only to video games. That, that, is, that is definitely why they filed a patent for mm -hmm. it, that, that it's in that specific context. I, it's I, just... Yeah, I would totally... I would be okay with it, but it definitely has to be an opt-in thing. It oh, can't yeah, be yeah, an yeah. opt out. Uh, and, which... and, but like it would also it would be really hard to to do that transparently without like I, I, you'd have to somehow get recordings of the player's voice, you know, and without bet, them yeah. knowing. Like I, I bet it will be like, OK, say this phrase and then say this phrase and say this and you'll do that for about five minutes. And yeah. then it will generate something based on your voice. And hopefully it would be all right. Uh, I doubt it would sound natural. I, I will say that using the, the the personal voice feature on my iPhone, uh, one, it took about half an hour to record everything. It was very tedious. Uh, I can't imagine most people wanting to go through that especially somebody who just wants to play a fucking video game. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I, I, I think five minutes even like, that doesn't sound like much, but five minutes of just reading arbitrary lines of text is really fucking tedious. Yeah. Um, and, and what can but, you use that on? Is it like Apple maps? You can get your own voice telling you to turn left and right. I wish, <laughs> I wish that that was how it worked. I was, I did it. Because I just assumed that I could make Siri's voice my voice. That was that was why I went through all of the trouble. But you can only use it with the like really shitty text to speech stuff. Like uh, I, I think if you like highlight text, it, it's like for accessibility purposes. And what? Not uh, even not even uh, on my phone. And again, I don't use iPhones, but I'm pretty sure they have a translator app. Uh, with like Apple Translate or something, you can't, it's not going to be your voice for that either. You have to, you would have to copy the text out of the Translate app and then paste it into the uh, Speak For Me app, whatever the hell it is. It's It's a little accessibility function. But basically you can have a text box pop up on your phone that'll let you type whatever you want into it. And then you press a button and it reads it out using the text to speech voice that you've chosen. And that's the main use of that feature. Uh, that sounds awful. Yeah. It, it's like they, they marketed it as for like nonverbal people or people who currently uh, are fully 
you know, mentally functional, but have some kind of degenerative illness where they're eventually going to lose their ability to speak. So it's a way of like preserving that capability. I, I get it. It seems very niche and yeah. probably more or less just a way for them to beta test this technology. But yeah, I, I would I would I would be so down for a game that let me do that though. <laughs> like <laughs> it'd be interesting like having a, a a Fallout game or or Starfield or something where instead of being a silent protagonist like it should be uh I'm, I'm yes I'm bashing on Fallout 4's dialogue cuz it was awkward. But mm-hmm. like having your voice in in that role would be interesting. And I wonder if they could make a mod that would do that. Um, I, I could see would, somebody making a mod to put that into Fallout 4 and using your own voice. So I will say there is a there is an open source uh, bit of software that I have. Um, I haven't really played with it much yet because I don't I just don't feel like reading everything on how to make it work. Uh, but it will run a model on your GPU that can automatically, you know, do the, do it change your voice pretty substantially. And it's very, very good. Uh, the problem that you're going to run into with something like that is that machine learning models like that take up a lot of memory and they have to run on your GPU. So you're not gonna like you can't really do that with like a a fallout or a starfield because it's it the game's gonna want all of your video memory and that makes all of the processing power on that but uh, considering like most newer cpus are starting to get uh you know ai accelerator Mm -hmm. chips i could absolutely see that being a possibility with the the next gen of consoles and then pc hardware down the line i i just want to move on to the next story because i want to i want to mention one thing in particular because i think it's hilarious um so playstation uh i believe on the ps3 this is the ps3 they're getting rid of a lot of movies and tv shows that you paid for oh this is not just ps3 bro oh what is it then this is just this is just the playstation store Oh, nice. So even if it's on the PS5? Yeah. Oh, nice. So with the when you buy something on an online storefront, uh, thankfully, like Steam's pretty good about it, where even if the game is discontinued, you still get to play it. Uh, you can still down. Like, I have Deadpool. And I believe Deadpool was, it was released and then taken off the store and then put back on the store after some licensing stuff changed. And I think they pulled it again. Am I, am I correct in that? Do you, do you know if Deadpool I, I was know, available? I know it was initially pulled. I feel like you are correct that it went back up later. I thought it was like uh, they sort of tried to spin it as uh, a sort of fixed version because the, the initial game was like terrible. Uh, I don't know if it was pulled again thereafter. Yeah, I, I it was. Remember. It was pulled because of licensing. They had a lot of music in there that they didn't want to pay for, and they probably removed the licensed music and put it back up. But I don't know if it was pulled again, and I'm too lazy to check. Anyway, uh, Steam's pretty good about that. But I've had like on the PS3, I bought the. It was the Simpsons arcade game and the X Men arcade game. If you remember that, where in the end of the first level, you meet up with Magneto and he's like, X-Men, welcome to die. And yeah. <laughs> I love that line. And uh, they pulled both of those games and you can't download them anymore. So you don't own the games. And they're doing this on the PlayStation Store with a ton of movies and a ton of TV shows. One of those TV shows is named Wives with Knives. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> Wives with Knives Season 3. How the fuck am I going to watch Wives with Knives now? Uh, you can still watch Wives with Knives Season 1 and 2, I think. 
Just season three is the only one getting pulled. Uh, but there are a t- like this scroll bar is incredibly oh, yeah. small. Which and I'm not. I, I did they what say the how fuck? many are getting taken off? Um, uh, this doesn't have a a full count. It is bizarre now that I'm scrolling through it. How like it's like all you discovery. Got, they're they're well, the, the it, discovery it is. channel. Yeah. Uh, but like it's the, like you lose Shark Week seasons six through seventeen, but not yeah. one through five. You also lose pretty much all of Mythbusters, which sucks. Love that show. Oh yeah, the the licensing with Myth, Mythbusters has historically been very weird mm-hmm. with uh, with third parties. But yeah, it, uh, oh no, th- my six lot. my six hundred pound life. Beth, my I... extreme animal phobia. <laughs> My there are big so fat many. pet makeover. <laughs> there are so many mud loving rednecks. And and I would be okay with them obviously taking these down and saying, hey, we don't have the license to sell these anymore. Mm-hmm. But you literally went and purchased them and now you can't watch them anymore. And that's just messed up. I hate it. They uh, Yeah. That should be, if you purchase them, you should own them and be able to do whatever you want with them. And in, 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 in this case, um, when it's a, I don't like when they put encryption on it, which I know the PlayStation Store has encryption. Same thing with like the Microsoft Store if you buy a, a movie off of there. Uh, especially if they're going to discontinue it, they should give you an unencrypted version you can download. Uh to the point where, hey, we don't have this available. We won't have this available after the end of the year. But if you download it before then, you can put it onto your computer or something like that. Uh, but obviously, they they won't do that. And I know it's in the TOS. And when you sign the TOS uh, and you agree to that, you're not going to be able to say, hey, I bought this stuff. I'm suing you now. Give me my money back. Because Sony would uh, destroy you in court, I'm well, pretty sure. You know, you you say that it, it, that is the case in the United States. I don't know if this is also happening overseas, mm. but there are a number of European countries, possibly the entire European Union, where this exact thing is illegal. This is against consumer protection laws. Interesting. So, I wonder if you would, if you were in the UK or something, if if you would still have access to these. Also. Uh, well, don't forget here... the UK is not part of the EU anymore. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, they made a mistake. Um, here comes Honey Boo Boo seasons one through four. You're not gonna be able what to watch. The hell... What? What is Heavy Metal Task Force? I saw that too, uh, and I was. There's so many things we cannot cover. Oh, it's like they're like care. It's just like. Big machines, just like doing stuff with big machines. (laughs) That's just a gimmick. And one of the one of the running jokes of this podcast, uh, if you haven't listened for the last four hundred twenty something episodes, is that if there is a long list of like video games or something, I will read through all of the games. Um, (laughs) I'm not doing that here. Yeah, Discovery has kind of put out like 10 new shows every fucking year. Like, apparently, like, they just have so, they have like 20 seasons. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Look at Deadliest Catch. It goes season 1, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 99. (laughs) Apparently, there's. That's gotta. I don't be, think that's accurate. <laughs> that's gotta be like a a specials, like season zero zero or something, where it's a special. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's this sucks. Uh, and I bet you it's because I know Discovery has their own streaming platform, and I bet uh, you they want you to go to that. Well, Discovery and someone else. It's, just merged. It's Paramount, was isn't it? it? No, uh, 
thought, no, was no, it, no, I'm, I'm pretty, well, let me back up here. It was HBO, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Was it HBO? Because that's why, that's why HBO Max is now just Max. Oh, that's, that's right. So those two joined. Uh, it's it's hard keeping track of all these failed streaming services. So you got HBO Max that started uh, slipping ever since the Dragon Show was canceled uh, or ended. And then you had Discovery, which just never really gained traction. And I think those did join. Um, and they became HBO. Is it just HBO Max or is it just Max? It's, just, it's Max. It's just Max. Yeah. And now, and then I think CBS All Access, or C, the the one CBS also joined with a different streaming. Platform. Is that is that what Peacock is, or is that is that different? I don't. I, I think that's different because Peacock is NBC. Oh, okay. I get. I get the. I get those mixed up. Yeah. Uh, but CBS was a uh, Star Trek. That's where. That's all the Star right. Tre- and I think that they joined with somebody else. And they're paramount. They're paramount. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Red Letter Media, I remember, were complaining that they had to get Paramount Plus to watch Star Trek. And also, it just looks like oh yeah, and uh, Cake Boss also has a season ninety nine. So it's got to be like <laughs> a specials. It's got to be. Uh, but. Yeah, what one thing I want to say is if you want a fucking random TV show, uh, fucking pitch it to Discovery because they'll take anything. <laughs> so uh, many, it, so many shows. That's uh, I, I watched I watched a, a video a little while ago about that fact about how like Discovery essentially just started doing the quantity over quality thing. Yeah, and uh, that's why they're. That's why they're dying slowly. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're interested, go. There's a link below, uh, and you can look up all the shows that you'll be losing if you bought them on the PlayStation Store. And we will be moving on to our last story. Uh, uh, piracy is always justified. Well, first off, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's always justified. Piracy gonna... is always justified. I will say that it is not always justified, especially with like indie video game developers. That's that's the biggest thing for me is I I don't really pirate video games anymore. Uh ever since, you know, I got a job and can afford video games. Uh but especially if there's there's an indie developer and you're taking money away from them. Uh I did see there is a one of the guys I watch on YouTube, he he made an actual like film, and they showed it off a, a, a couple different places, and he's self-publishing it. And he was like, "I'm gonna," he's like, "I'm gonna self-publish it. It's X amount to rent. It's X amount to own. You can buy it from here, and uh, I'll release a torrent here in a month or two that." you can go download it if you don't want to pay for it. But if you can pay for it, please do. And I thought that was cool. Anyway. Yeah. Um, our, our last story is, have you ever played Thief? I actually brought this up because I was hoping Connor would be here, but he didn't. he's sick right now. Uh, Thief, the Dark Project, just got an, uh, an expansion pack. Huh. And that released 25 years ago. Yeah, no, uh, that was the first Thief game I played. Yeah, see, I, I'm terrible at, like, all stealth games, so I'm really excited to watch Civi play, th- <laughs> play <laughs> through this. Um, because he's been, uh, he's one of the YouTubers I watch, and he's been playing through, like, all the Thief games. And so, I bet you he got the the alert that this game was, like, they made an expansion pack, and he's like, God damn it, now I have to make a video. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so what do you think of Thief the Dark Project? You said it's the first Thief game you ever played. Uh, I didn't play it a ton because I too am really bad at stealth games. Yeah. But, uh, I, I liked it a lot. I really, really like the, the universe of Thief. Mm-hmm. I like the, the weird, like, mysticism crossed with steampunky atmosphere that it has going on uh i like that it starts normal yeah yeah that that was the best thing 
It's like, go rob this place and go rob this place. Oh, and by the way, there's automatons. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's also like these people and they worship some kind of fucking god that's like actually real. Yeah. <laughs> like they're demons living in the sewers and shit. Like, you know, it's just how it be. Uh, also, you have a mechanical eyeball later on. That's a thing. Yeah. Uh, and I reading through this, apparently they add in, what was it? Four new, they add some new items. Uh, it says it's a seven year. It, it took seven years for them to make it. It is an unofficial free expansion for the game's uh, thief gold edition. It has 10 missions, four new tools and 30 minutes of gorgeous cutscenes and more. Uh, and it's all free. So that's neat. Uh, as long the, as you have uh, Thief Gold, which I have Thief Gold on disc. Oh have, wow! Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> somewhere it's somewhere, but I have the I actually have Thief Gold on a CD. The uh, the director of the project was a level designer from Arcane. Oh, nice! And that was a not the studio that made Deathloop and uh, Red Redfall. Red, Redfall. Yeah. Was it was it Arcane Lion? Let's let's be fair, there are multiple arcanes. I don't know. I have no idea. One of them's the good one. <laughs> uh I'm hoping it's the good one. Uh but they, they I, made I don't know. Dishonored. The the Lion oh, okay. was the Dishonored one. Okay. Um it says that the year is you play as a different character, you play as a character named Hume. Uh the year is eight three three, and you are now back in the city of sprawling metropolis of soot caked brick greasy fumes and noisy machinery with many sinister conspiracy uh whispered behind closed doors uh and i don't know it's really neat and also i like how every freaking article you ever read um they're like arcane lion level designer romaine barry barry it i think it's burio burio yeah uh, led the project as director and shared a quick teaser on X slash Twitter. They always have to say like X slash Twitter <laughs> or X formerly known as Twitter. I, yeah. if, if I were an editor for Eurogamer or Polygon, uh, if they still exist or any of those sites, I would just be like, call it Twitter. Don't even call it X. Just call it. I, Twitter. Yeah. Honestly, you know, you know what my, you know what the company I work for did? Because of the X brand, they they just removed the social buttons from all of our outgoing emails. Interesting, that's good <laughs> because because nobody nobody uses them anyway. No one fucking cares. No, so they're just like fuck it, just remove it. No, because otherwise it's... we got to fix every fucking email and add the X logo and make sure that it fits right. And it's like just no, the hell with it. That's that's good. I we don't have those on ours. Uh, we just have like generic signatures that you put in yeah it's it's a it's just a text link because no one's going to click on it anyway you know uh speaking of this is not related to this uh, story but uh speaking of twitter uh i mentioned in our discord i got my invite to blue sky oh yeah uh it's it very much feels like whenever i got mastodon all set up because it's like, oh yeah, this is cool. What do I do? <laughs> What's your name on there? Is it not Aroa? It's a, it's a, a it's at Aroa. Dot Aroa dot website or Aroa dot yeah Wait. Aroa dot website I think Aroa dot what yeah it's at Aroa dot website. Okay, I'm that's gonna, okay. I'm yeah. gonna follow you because I have I've had a blue sky thing for a while. Oh, I didn't I didn't know. It's because I never but, fucking use it. Well, yeah, because it, it's like. Who do you follow? I yeah. don't know. I, I have like... you, uh, Earl, our good friend Earl Gray the Third, and a couple other people that were in like the the shed with, which was the uh, the oh, mixer I, I group, the mixer group that yeah. I was in, and now it's completely dead. I still have it as a Discord, but nobody talks. It used to be super active, and then Mixer died, and just everyone left. And it, yeah, it they, they tried to maintain and it just didn't work. Well, a big part before we move, before we end it, a big part of that was nobody there 
was a partner and in order to start a team on Twitch you have to be a partner. Oh. Uh, and since everyone was a mixer streamer, we all moved over, but you couldn't we couldn't have it set as a team until one of the people like one of the higher ups ends up being a partner and then you're able to partner create that team, which I think is dumb. Like yeah. I could understand having like a limit where it's like, hey, you have to have a thousand subs or not subs, uh, a thousand followers before you can start a team. But having it that you can only be teamed if you're a partner, which is what percentage of the Twitch community is actually a partner. It's going to be pretty low, I would imagine. But anyway, that's but so, it, uh, so. What? But I, the, the reason yeah. that I mentioned Blue Sky, though, uh, uh-huh. it's it, so fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it like it's absurdly fast. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. Oh, hey, I got a new follower. Aroa has followed me. Yeah, uh, thanks to following you, then I got follow uh, follow suggestions uh, for Earl and uh, Durga. Oh yeah. So I followed them. Good, good. So yeah, it's oh apparently I have five invite codes. Oh cool. So if anybody, but. It, Anybody and it, and it was really cool that it's cool that I could make my thing at aroa.website. That's yeah, that's nice. And I just made mine Reeton. I'm pretty sure. So it's just at Reeton, at Reeton everywhere. So if you're on well, the isn't, Blue it, Sky, isn't it? It's like at Reeton.bluebulski or uh, something like that. Yeah, Reeton.bsky.social. Yeah. But just Reeton. Uh, I wonder if I could edit that. No, you can. You uh, if you own a domain, all you have to do is just add a couple of text records to your DNS, and you can do that. Because I do, I do have you know the Reeton Entertainment, which I'm yeah. really sad. I'm still sad at myself that I didn't get Reeton dot Entertainment. Yeah, but whatever. I c- I could still do it. But then it would just redirect. Anywho, we're gonna we're gonna end this. I want to thank you for being here, Roa. No problem. I had just woken up from a nap. Nice. And I will be here, or we will both be here next week, uh, talking about more video games and tech and all that jazz. Th- thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.